This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. And we welcome back for this edition of Round the Boards. Paul Pope from the Otago Peninsula Community Board. He joins us on the line now. Uh, kia ora, good to have you with us uh, again this morning. Uh, kia ora, Jeff. How are you? Sorry I missed uh, the last one. Unfortunately, as I was away, so um, enjoying uh, sunnier climes. You're doing a compare and contrast uh, between uh, life out on the peninsula and life in other parts of the world, eh, Paul? Uh, well, look, I tell you, when I arrived back in New Zealand, I left uh, Indonesia, it was 31 degrees. I arrived back in uh, Queenstown Airport, it was 7, it was snowing and it was raining, so um, <laughs> it was a bit bleak. Oh, well, uh, springtime now, Paul, and uh, no doubt a lovely time to be yeah, living out there on the peninsula and uh, uh, you're looking forward, no doubt, to a lovely spring and summer. Well, um, look, I think maybe uh, one of the things we could talk about to start off with is is you, you, no one is going to be in a position of ignoring what's been going on in relation to one community board in the city and uh, and the, the, the subsequent kind of ripple effect of 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 um, the behaviour of one particular individual uh, in terms of even uh, ripples through into our Dunedin City Council this morning. We heard about uh, about that. Paul, what's your take on, on um, issues around community leadership um, when you, when you yeah, analyse look, a situation like that? Look, it's really, you know, there's, there's an old saying, um, you know, says his wife is above suspicion. Um, you know, but also there's another one that um, about throwing stones and glasshouses. And I think you really do when you are in a situation on a community board. You do um, have to modify or have to ensure that your behaviour is acceptable. And uh, from that point of view, but I, I guess for me, out of all of this, one of the things that I've been looking at is is the the, the makeup of our board. And, and I look at our board, we, we are evenly split between men and women. So we have three men and three 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 women on our board. Um, we have a, a member of the Otako Marae, uh, who's a board member and the deputy chairman. And um, and we have um, a, a young woman, a Pacifica woman, who's, who's the first, in my understanding, the first Pacifica woman to be elected to a community board in the Dunedin City area. And I kind of look at it from that point of view, and I, I look at it from the fact that we're actually quite a diverse board on the peninsula. Um, and I'm, I hope, and I, I'm fairly certain that the diversity that we have actually represents that that community really well. And I think that's one of the issues, is that, as I say, boards need diversity. Um, and so that, um, as I say, that you get a full... A full representation of what's actually going on in the community from that point of view, and I think um, you know the situation that's occurred with Strathtyre. I suppose um, you know there's a lot. Boards have a duty to to do their best for the communities and act in the best possible way, but um, and I guess that also includes your behaviour. And um, you know we all have um, off days, but this is more than just an off day. And I think both that board and individual have some work to do to regain the credibility uh, of themselves, the board and that community. Is that something that you do or have done as a board to talk about you know, how you are in terms of your public persona and, and, and how, um, you know, what, what comes with the role in terms of responsibility? No, it's kind of some of the, it's one of the things that's kind of raised when you first get elected to a board and as part of the induction process that most um, board members go through. I, I think 
I think the thing, to be honest, though, Jeff, is that generally most people who are elected into a board situation understand that you are, um, as I say, representing the community, you are in the public eye, and um, as I say, the, the way in which you act um, is is, uh, is certainly determined and, and watched by the community at large. So, um, you know, it, it comes down to a whole range of different things, you know, um, and I think also, too, that in general, most board members know that instinctively, but also act on it instinctively because the people that stand for boards are the sort of people that, as I say, can stand up to that scrutiny. All right. Well, um, we'll see how all that continues to roll out. In the meantime, there is the business of community boards and others to get on with. Uh, there's an upcoming meeting at Tomahawk Pool. Yeah, we're coming up to, um, so there's, there's a couple of things. First of all, one is we do a regular round of meetings um, just with different communities, um, hearing about what the things that um, they want to know about in their particular community, but also one of the things that's coming up for um, Tomahawk has been and been around for some time is actually the, the state of the old school site. And um, that's been something that the community has been uh, on about, and um, so has the board for quite some time as well. And um, as I say, it's been something that, um, as I say, that the community, that uh, Tomahawk community really want to get done. It's been a hard time for that community in terms of, um, you know, losing its school and then all of a sudden. Um, you know, having the building demolished and everything else. And I'm just checking my diary so I make sure I get the date right. So it's going to be at 7pm uh, at the um, at the Grant Spray's uh, football club of the Tomahawk Domain Hall, uh, Tomahawk Hall, and the, on the 19th. So uh, we look forward to seeing people come along to that. It's an opportunity for them to talk about, as I say, the, the future of the old school site. Um, but it's also an opportunity for them to touch base with with me and other members of the board about the general issues around that, which is something we do regularly throughout the year. We often talk on the spot, Paul, about taking your opportunity to have your voice heard when it is offered, and uh, there is, of course, consultation at the moment around the Dunedin City Council's speed management plan. Oh, look, this is the fun part of being on the board. Um, so basically, you know, the peninsula went through a process a wee while ago where our, our speed limits, and, and it caused quite a lot of consternation in the community. Um, but now there is a, a wider look at speeds across the whole city, um, and the peninsula has concluded in that. And uh, it's really important that people don't just sit at home and stew in their own juices over it. Um, and it doesn't matter either way which which way you feel. Uh, this particular thing should go. But it is actually really important for people to engage in that process and it's one of those things I probably repeat myself again and again um, that, that people need to actually um, sit down for a little while perhaps instead of watching Shortland Street or something like that and actually read through some of this material and actually have a have a view on it because uh, once it's done and dusted, um, as I say, there's no point in uh, in worrying about it afterwards or, or, or moaning about it afterwards. So it's really important, as I say, that people engage in that process. And I know in our community, there's there's kind of a there's kind of a division in, uh, between those people who think that some of the areas should stay the same and those people who think some of the areas should change. And I'm sure 
that the rest of Dunedin people will think the same, and I'm sure your listeners do as well. All right, so the best thing to do is to what? Go to the Dunedin City Council website and check out what they're consulting on there? Best thing to do is to go onto the website, you'll see a little page at the little piece at the front that's called I think it's called Currently Consulting On. Go into there and you'll see the speed management plan material there. There's a, a lot of maps uh, and information about um, how this has come about. It's part of a wider program undertaken by Waka Kotahi, the old NZTA. Um, and um, really, I, as I say, I would, not just for the peninsula, but people across the city, they should have a look at how this is going to change or how it might stay the same for their particular area. There are some people who obviously want change and others that don't, but the really important thing here is that they need to engage with that material and understand what the changes might be. All right, Paul, to finish off, we'll go full circle. We were talking about uh, comparing and contrasting your experiences of warmer climbs overseas to coming back to Aotearoa Dunedin, and it is springtime, and uh, I guess out on the peninsula... A beautiful place for anyone to live. You'll be keeping an eye on the on the physical environment and how spring is manifesting. Yes, yeah, so uh, it is. It's a nice time of the year here. Um, so one of the early signs of spring is when the puwananga, the the native clematis uh, flowers, and uh, those bright white uh, starlight flowers that you see across lots of little bush remnants around the peninsula. That's a real indication that spring has finally sprung, and um, of course. With, like with everything um, with spring, we all start to shake off the, the winter and the dust and animals and birds uh, around the peninsula are the same. And then I guess they start thinking about hearing off and, and finding mates and that sort of stuff as well. Um, I think the other thing about the, the the noticeable thing about the peninsula at the moment and across the whole city is that as the longer days, we're starting to see, as I say, the sun up a little bit earlier in the morning and a longer, a slightly, slightly longer evenings to get out and walk our dogs and other things as well. And I guess that raises a whole lot of other issues as well around. And one of the things at the moment is is, is dogs and dog management. And I know that um, we're recently having some of the dog people come to the next board meeting. Um, and then the, the old uh, the old chestnuts, um, so to speak, uh, dog uh, droppings on places and other bits and pieces. So... Spring awakens a whole lot of fantastic feelings, and we start to, and dare I say it, we start to look forward to summer holidays and everything else. But it, it also raises a whole lot of other things that come about uh, as effects of that um, around, you know, when we're out and changes in the climate and things like that. So uh, enjoy it. I have to say today it's a bit bleak here at the moment. It's very grey and a, there's a bit of an easterly, so it's not very spring like. Um, but it does, as I say, starts to um, change the way that, that we do things and brings a few issues with it at the same time. All right, so when you're getting out and about and enjoying our wonderful Otago Peninsula, indeed any uh, of our beautiful places, just take a bit of extra care and be mindful that there is going to be more traffic coming through, there's going to be more visitors, Perfect. there's going to be... Visitors. Yeah, more visitors and more impact potentially on those uh, as animals uh, that call it home. Yeah, uh, so. yeah, absolutely. I think also too, it's it's you know some of the things. One of the things I did um, what what was recently here was the the marathon, which was fantastic. It was amazing to see so many people out running um, along the Portobello Road, and of course the road widening that's made it a fantastic event. Um, but it also opens up, as I say, people start to get out and get a bit more exercise and wear off a bit of that um, that uh, that winter. Um, 
that winter condition, shall we say, <laughs> um, and, and, and start, to, uh, start to get a little bit more active. And of course, that also brings other things to, you know, riding your bike and having a light at night and, and all that kind of thing. So I guess it's just, yeah, we, we, we dash into the beginning of spring. We kind of, we've been huddled up around our fires and our bloody heat pumps and all of a sudden we, we're out and about and we, we go mad a little bit. I'm sure that's also where a lot of sporting injuries come from as well. People go, it's spring, I'm going to dash out and next minute they break an ankle or something. So, um, yeah, all those sorts of things are, are things that we need to consider. All right, take extra care when you're out and about. Enjoy it, uh, and uh, we'll get a chance to talk more about Otago Peninsula business in uh, four weeks' time. Paul, in the meantime, you have a great time, and uh, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here for Around the Boards on ORFM. Uh, not a problem. Have a great day, and I uh, hope your listeners do too. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.